Chapter Four of Mother West Wind's Children. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recorded by Laurie Ann Walden. Mother West Wind's Children by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter Four. Reddy Fox disobeys. On the brow of the hill by the lone pine sat Reddy Fox. Every few moments he pointed his little black nose up at the round yellow moon and barked. Way over across the broad white meadows. Which in summertime are green, you know. In the dooryard of Farmer Brown's house, Bowser the Hound sat and barked at the moon too. Yep, yep, yep! Barked Reddy Fox as loud as he could. Bow, wow, wow! Said Bowser the Hound in his deepest voice. Then both would listen and watch the million little stars twinkle and twinkle in the frosty sky. Now, just why Reddy Fox should bark at the moon, he did not know. He just had to. Every night for a week, he had sat at the foot of the lone pine and barked and barked until his throat was sore. Every night, Old Mother Fox had warned him that noisy children would come to no good end, and every night Reddy had promised that he would bark no more. But every night, when the first silver flood of witching light crept over the hill and cast strange shadows from the naked branches of the trees, Reddy forgot all about his promise. Deep down under his little red coat was a strange feeling which he could not explain. He simply must bark, so up to the lone pine he would go and yap and yap and yap, until all the little meadow people who were not asleep knew just where Reddy Fox was. Bowser the Hound knew too, and he made up his mind that Reddy Fox was making fun of him. Now Bowser did not like to be made fun of any more than little boys and girls do. And he made up his mind that if ever he could break his chain, or that if ever Farmer Brown forgot to chain him up, he would teach Reddy Fox a lesson that Reddy would never forget. Yep, yep, yep! Barked Reddy Fox, and then listened to hear Bowser's deep voice reply. But this time there was no reply. Reddy listened and listened, and then tried it again. Way off on a distant hill, he could hear Hooty the Owl. Close by him, Jack Frost was busy snapping sticks. Down on the white meadows, he could see Jimmy Skunk prowling about. Once he heard a rooster crow sleepily in Farmer Brown's hen house, but he thought of Bowser the Hound, and though his mouth watered, he did not dare risk a closer acquaintance with the big dog. So he sat still and barked, and pretty soon he forgot all else but the moon and the sound of his own voice. Now Bowser the Hound had managed to slip his collar. Aha! Thought Bowser, now I'll teach Reddy Fox to make fun of me. And like a shadow, he slipped through the fence and across the white meadows towards the lone pine. Reddy Fox had just barked for the hundredth time when he heard a twig crack just back of him. It had a different sound from the noisy crack of Jack Frost. And Reddy stopped a yap right in the middle and whirled about to see what it might be. There was Bowser the Hound almost upon him, his eyes flashing fire, his great red jaws wide open, and every hair on his back bristling with rage. Reddy Fox didn't wait to say good evening or to see more. Oh no, he turned a back somersault and away he sped over the hard snowy crust as fast as his legs could carry him. Bowser baying at the moon he liked to hear, but Bowser baying at his heels was another matter, and Reddy ran as he had never run before. 
Down across the white meadows he sped, Bowser frightening all the echoes with the roar of his big voice as he followed in full cry. How Reddy did wish that he had minded Mother Fox! How safe and snug and warm was his home under the roots of the old hickory tree! And how he did wish that he was safely there! But it would never do to go there now, for that would tell Bowser where he lived, and Bowser would take Farmer Brown there. And that would be the end of Reddy Fox, and of Mother Fox, and of all the brother and sister foxes. So Reddy twisted and turned, and ran this way, and ran that way, and the longer he ran, the shorter his breath grew. It was coming in great pants now. His bushy tail, of which he was so proud, had become very heavy. How Reddy Fox did wish and wish that he had minded Mother Fox. He twisted and turned, and doubled this way and that way, and all the time Bowser the Hound got closer and closer. Now, way off on the hill behind the white meadows, Mother Fox had been hunting for her supper. She had heard the yap-yap-yap of Reddy Fox as he barked at the moon, and she had heard Bowser baying over in the barnyard of Farmer Brown. Then she had heard the yap of Reddy Fox cut short in the middle, and the roar of Bowser's big voice as he started to chase Reddy Fox. She knew that Reddy could run fast, but she also knew that Bowser the Hound had a wonderful nose, and that Bowser would never give up. So Mother Fox pattered down the crooked little path onto the white meadows where she could see the chase. When she got near enough, she barked twice to tell Reddy that she would help him. Now Reddy Fox was so tired that he was almost in despair when he heard Mother Fox bark. But he knew that Mother Fox was so wise, and she had so often fooled Bowser the Hound, that if he could hold out just a little longer, she would help him. So for a few minutes he ran faster than ever, and he gained a long way on Bowser the Hound. As he passed a shock of corn that had been left standing on the white meadows, Mother Fox stepped out from behind it. "'Go home, Reddy Fox,' said she sharply. "'Go home and stay there until I come.' Then she deliberately sat down in front of the shock of corn to wait until Bowser the Hound should come in sight." Now Bowser the Hound kept his eyes and nose on the track of Reddy Fox, looking up only once in a while to see where he was going, so he did not see Reddy Fox slip behind the corn shock, and when he did look up, he saw only Mother Fox sitting there waiting for him. Now Bowser the Hound thinks slowly. When he saw old Mother Fox sitting there, he did not stop to think that it was not Reddy Fox whom he had been following, or he would have known better than to waste his time following old Mother Fox. He would have just hunted around until he had found where Reddy had gone to. But Bowser the Hound thinks slowly. When he saw old Mother Fox sitting there, he thought it was Reddy Fox, and that now he had him. With a great roar of his big voice, he sprang forward. Mother Fox waited until he was almost upon her. Then, springing to one side, she trotted off a little way. At once Bowser the Hound started after her. She pretended to be very tired. Every time he rushed forward, she managed to just slip out of his grasp. Little by little, she led him across the white meadows, back towards Farmer Brown's barnyard. Pretty soon, Old Mother Fox began to run as fast as she could, and that is very fast indeed. She left Bowser the Hound a long, long way behind. When she came to a stone wall, she jumped up on the stone wall and ran along it, just like a squirrel. Every once in a while she would make a long jump, and then trot along a little way again. 
She knew that stones do not carry the scent well, and that Bowser the Hound would have hard work to smell her on the stone wall. Way down at the end of the pasture, an old apple tree stretched a long limb out towards the stone wall. When she got opposite to this, she jumped onto this long limb and ran up into the tree. There in the crotch, close to the trunk, she sat and watched. Bowser the Hound, making a tremendous noise, followed her trail up to the stone wall. Then he was puzzled. He sniffed this way, and he sniffed that way, but he could not tell where Mother Fox had disappeared to. He looked up at Old Mother Moon and bayed and bayed, but Old Mother Moon did not help him a bit. Then he jumped over the stone wall and looked and looked and smelled and smelled, but no track of Mother Fox could he find. Then he ran up along the stone wall a little way, and then down along the stone wall a little way, but still he could not find a track of Mother Fox. The longer he hunted, the angrier he grew. Old Mother Fox, sitting in the apple tree, watched him and laughed and laughed to herself. Then, when she grew tired of watching him, she made a long jump out into the field and trotted off home to punish Reddy Fox for his disobedience. When she got there, she found Reddy Fox very much ashamed, very tired, and very sorrowful. And since that time, Reddy Fox has never barked at the moon. End of chapter 4